Good morning and welcome to a Tuesday morning, July the 27th edition of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And once again, uh, we are very honored to have uh, Dr. J.B. Hickson with us again this morning. Uh, actually, I should say the very, very busy Dr. J.B. Hickson with us this morning. Uh, J.B., you've been at the, the Liberty Pastors Conference today in uh, Edmond, Oklahoma. Is that right? Yes. I tell you, I'm so uh, uh, blessed and thankful for the opportunity that, that my wife and I had to attend this conference. We're actually uh, skipped out of the session uh, right now to do this interview, but uh, just came from a very powerful uh, session with Dr. Lee Merritt. Many of you may know that name. She's been on the front lines of fighting this uh, false uh, COVID narrative and a very respected spine surgeon, very accomplished, uh, published, and just been in medicine for 30 plus years. And uh, so she just literally, I, 10 minutes ago, was sitting in a session that she just wrapped up and it just uh, further clarified a lot of the stuff that uh, guys like you and I, Curtis, have been talking about throughout this pandemic. I hope you got uh, a chance to speak with her briefly. Uh, I, I hope that happened. Were you able to speak with her about some things? I, I was, and I uh, certainly thanked her for a lot of her information. Um, you know, she's been involved with uh, America's Frontline Doctors and other whistleblowers like Judy Mikovits and uh, also uh, Simone Gold, who, of course, is the founder of uh, Frontline Doctors. Um, and so, like I said, I've kind of followed her for a while, um, and uh, but having now met her in person and spent some time sitting in her session, I'm just uh, even more impressed with her, her heart and uh, her passion and the way she uh, understands what this is really all about. She, she comes mm-hmm. from a medical perspective, so she can understand you know the science behind it the way that I can't, but yet she shares our worldview of understanding that there are some very bad people working at Satan's behest to try to usher in a one world control system. And this, uh, this, uh, uh, you know, false injection or this bio injection that they're using experimental injection is a huge, huge part of that plan. Yeah, it sure is. And I, I, you know, I'm also deeply appreciative of the work that she has, uh, is doing now by standing up and speaking out against what I consider to be a, a plot against uh, most of humanity. And uh, so yeah. it takes great courage to do what she's doing. And, and uh, I hope you'll pass along to her. If you get another opportunity to speak to her, uh, uh, our appreciation uh, here at the Christian underground news network for the work that she's doing. I, I certainly will do that, and uh, I've also mentioned the Christian Underground News Network to a few colleagues that are here. Uh, uh, David Fiorazzo is here from Stand Up for the Truth Radio, uh, and, uh, and you know when I stepped out, I mentioned I was going to be coming to do an interview on your uh, program, and so uh, we're kind of helping to spread the word. But uh, uh, so yeah, if you're ready, we can dive in, and I'll kind of uh, set the stage for what we want to talk about today. Absolutely. Um, uh, we're going to have, I know this is going to be some critical and, and sometimes sensitive information, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but when I say critical, I mean, it's of the highest 
importance that uh, you, you listen carefully uh, to, to what's going to be disseminated here. Um, like I said, JB, I think you agree with me. This is basically, at its very root, a, a plot against humanity at large. And uh, I think that a lot of people, if they understood the, the roots of this, where this is all coming from, what, what the basic foundation is for, for this, uh, they would be probably shocked and surprised, but have a clearer understanding. Uh, and with that in mind, uh, I think that we, we both agree that the basic foundational premise for this is something called the Hegelian dialectic. And uh, maybe you could expound on that for us a little bit, if you would, please, sir. Yeah, you bet. So um, I was thinking of the same thing. So um, to, to kind of back up even further and, and reiterate what, what you've been saying, you know, we are in a battle. Uh, obviously, anybody who reads the Bible knows that, that uh, Satan, when he got kicked out of heaven, has been trying to take over this created realm, the earth, uh, uh, since he got kicked out. And uh, he considers this his playground, his territory. Uh, he's the god of this age, the prince of the power of the air. And uh, if you understand your Bible, uh, you know that he is rapidly, aggressively uh, working towards ushering in a one-world satanic control system that will ultimately be led by the Antichrist himself. Uh, Old and New Testament prophets alike speak of the Antichrist. Jesus himself talked about him. And so uh, we know this is what's coming. And uh, if you take the time with a biblical worldview to look uh, through the lens of history, you'll see the fingerprints of Satan all over the place as he's been desperately trying to usher in this system. Right. What we see happening in our day today is that things have ratcheted up and it seems like he's knocking on the door. Now, I am uh, in the midst of a series on Wednesdays, which is available at notbyworks.org, called What in the World is Going On. I introduced that series last week with an hour and a half of video. It's also available as a podcast. Uh, you can get to that at notbyworks.org. I'll be continuing that tomorrow night, Wednesday night. It will be live streamed at 6 o'clock Mountain Time, and uh, and it'll also be available recorded to watch later on video or podcast. But in that series, I'm explaining how we are really on the cusp, the brink of the shift from nationalism back to globalism. In other words, if you look at God's plan of the ages, it started out with a global view on Earth. There was one basically people group, Adam and Eve. Uh, uh, who were under the uh, direction of directly from God, the creator himself. Uh, but uh, after the flood, God separated the people groups into nations. And ever since that time, we've been living in a nationalistic uh, world where each nation state has sovereignty and God is working in and through nations like the United States who have been spreading the gospel and doing incredible work for the cause of Christ. Um, but we are, according to the biblical record, going to once again revert back to a globalistic uh, system when the Bible comes full circle, ultimately with Christ, the Son of God, the King of kings and Lord of lords, coming back to rule and reign over a one-world system in perfect peace and justice and righteousness. And Amen. The book of uh, Revelation.
Revelation tells us that he's going to strike the nations when he comes back. And Isaiah the prophet talks about how all the nations will be upon his shoulders and he will rule them with a rod of iron. So that's where we're headed. And I believe we're right on the brink of that, that major shift once again in God's plan from nationalism to globalism. And uh, a big way that Satan and his co-conspirators on earth are seeking to usher in this satanic one world system is through a philosophical methodology that is uh, attributed uh, to you know the, the 19th century uh, German philosopher George Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel, and uh, you referenced it. You called it the Hegelian dialectic. That's a, the phrase for his approach. And basically, what what his approach to accomplishing what you want to see happen is that you create, you have a goal in mind, you have something you want to accomplish, and then in order to get from point A to point B, you have to manipulate the response of the people so that they think it's their idea. Right. In other words, uh, especially, it's especially helpful in a Luciferian or Satanic agenda where, you know, you can't just stand up and say, hey, everybody that wants to worship Satan, follow me. You know, they're right. not going to get a whole lot of takers. So you've got to essentially create a circumstance that causes people to react so that the what they are begging for and asking for, the, the solution, if you will, is in the end exactly what you wanted to see happen. Now, people use this on a very personal level all the time, don't even realize they're using it, but it's, it's basically manipulation. You know, if you of a very cunning and psychopathic type of a, a evil person and you want to get someone to do something, you will orchestrate circumstances and situations in such a way that it will lead that person right down a path that you want them to go. You don't have to uh, actively say, hey, follow me. You can sort of passively accomplish the same thing. So the common phrase for the Hegelian dialectic is problem, reaction, solution. Problem, reaction, solution. Mm -hmm. And the focus is on the solution. You, the solution is where you want to go, where you want to get people to, to go. So if you want people to give up all of their rights and uh, privacy and, and all of these, the right to, uh, you know, warrantless searches and these types of things, you've got to convince them there's a real danger out there that will justify in their minds giving up all of their constitutional rights. Yeah. So you create an enemy uh, called the terrorism, an unseen, unquantifiable, nebulous enemy, and you convince people that if we're going to get this enemy, <clears throat> we need you uh, to give up all your rights. <clears throat> mm -hmm. That's the reaction. And, uh, and so the problem then is you've got to, you know, you've got to, create a smoke screen or something that makes them think, wow, we're really in bad shape. I better give up all my rights so that we can usher in this control grid, this global police state. Right. Uh, so it's basically a synthetic solution or man-made solution that comes from a conflict that was manipulated uh, so that, you know, they, they can accomplish their predetermined agenda. Um, in the, the literature, in the psychological literature, it's often referred to as thesis, antithesis, and synthesis. Right. Thesis, antithesis, and synthesis. Um, so, uh, 
uh, <clears throat> once you once you put the thesis out there, you can anticipate what the antithesis will be, what the reaction will be, but that ultimately leads to a synthesis where you, people's response merges with what you wanted it to be uh, to begin with. Right. Um, you know this this it puts me in mind, JB. Uh, you know that that Hegel was basically using. Uh, all throughout his dialectic philosophy, uh, a Trinitarian type of, of overtone. Uh, and that's, that's, I think, was designed to be very deceptive. Uh, and so it would be widely accepted as the norm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the same thing that we see in Scripture with Satan's final plan of the false trinity of satan the mm-hmm. antichrist and the false prophet right. um so obviously the trinity is god the father god the son god the holy spirit god eternally exists in three persons and yet is one um, and uh so in the in times after the rapture we're going to see during the tribulation period a simulated uh false christ as part of a false trinity yep. Uh, yep. the antichrist will get his power from uh, uh, the, the uh, Satan himself, in the same way that Christ uh, emanates from the Father. Now, Christ is obviously a, a God himself in the flesh. He's not a, a, a metaphor, or he's not an expression, or some of those false ways that people describe the Trinity. Uh, but in the same way that God the Father anointed Christ, and, and this is my Son, in whom I am well pleased, hear him, follow him, uh, Satan will give his power to the Antichrist, and then the false prophet is the one that's going to go out doing the bidding of the Antichrist during that seven-year period. So right. I think you're right. I think there's a satanic paradigm uh, hidden within the Hedalian dialectic, Hedalian dialectic that is trying to uh, subconsciously call to mind this fake unity. You know? a- absolutely. Um, absolutely. Very, very deceptive. Yeah, another way that we see the Hegelian dialectic play out is through the false left-right paradigm in our mm. culture today. Another way you'll hear it referred to uh, among those who kind of know what they're talking about is the controlled opposition. Mm-hmm. So we know for a fact from leaked, leaked documents that came out of the uh, Council on Foreign Relations that... Uh, this idea of a two-party system, Republican, Democrat, so-called right and left, was a contrived, uh, controlled opposition to the Hegelian dialectic. It wasn't organic. It was intended to be put in place so that the ones that are really pulling the strings, the Luciferian elites, can accomplish their agenda, and yet the conservatives... And in many cases, that means Christians, Bible-believing, patriotic Christians, can feel like they have somebody out there that resonates with them, and they can feel like they have a safe haven to run to. And so um, when uh, when they, these leaked documents uh, came out, uh, they showed that their plan was to have a fake two-party system that was really controlled by the same ultimate people so that quote every four years people could throw the rascals out if they thought they didn't like what they were doing right right so that's what we've seen happen is uh is this this pendulum swinging from the right to the left but nothing ever changes you know 
we, we, we get worse and worse and worse. And it ought to be very self-evident, especially after what all just went on in the 2020 election. I think most conservatives are now awake to the fact that Fox News is not conservative. Right. And CNN is not liberal. They're both satanic. That's the difference. And uh, Agreed. In my book that came out in 20. In my book that came out in 2012 called The Great Last Day's Deception, probably that premise, more than anything else, caused a lot of negative reaction and pushback from people because in that book I outlined Satan's deceptive plan and how it's being played out. And then you get all the way to chapter 8 of my book, and I talk about 10 lies that most Christians believe. And one of them is the lie is that Fox News is conservative and CNN is liberal. Well, most people were so conditioned and brainwashed and have you know, fall on prey to the Hegelian dialectic, they just couldn't accept that. And, uh, but now we know, you know, so why is Fox News out there pushing this experiment bioinjection that's killing people by the thousands? Uh, and CNN's pushing the same thing, you know? Right. Uh, and, you know, the, it, really... <laughs> it, it puts me in mind of something Henry Kissinger once said to the uh, United Nations Assembly in 1979. Uh, during the, uh, no, it was 1991, I'm sorry, during the L.A. riots, uh, when those were going on, and uh, he, oh, yeah. he, he said that we'll have a new world order. And uh, he said today Americans would, would be all up in arms about uh, the United Nations or some other police force coming in and, and taking control. He said, but tomorrow they'll be grateful because we're going to promulgate a crisis. All we need is the right crisis, whether real or promulgated, and we will be able to affect uh, the desired outcome that way. Uh, when people decide that there's a real threat to humanity, whether it's real or not, uh, they'll be willing to give up their rights to secure their, their safety. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I often I give him that quote, and he's one of the most uh, evil men on the planet. He's at the top of the, the tier of the Luciferian conspiracy. I talk about him a lot in my series, Spirit of the Antichrist, uh, which is an 18-video series that uh, we just published last fall. Um, you can check that out uh, at our website as well. But Henry Kissinger is also the one who said, Quote, depopulation should be our highest priority. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, so, you know, and he's he's part of the World Economic Forum. He's the, he's you know, he runs in the same circles. Uh, one of the things I'm going to be talking about in our next installment uh, tomorrow night of what in the world is going on is uh, how a lot of these Luciferian elites all wear, they love symbolism. They absolutely thrive on symbolism. Mm -hmm. It just gives them power to have these secret handshakes and secret gestures and pins that they wear. But they're all wearing uh, pins these days. You see it among, uh, I've got pictures of recently of Bill Gates wearing it, Emmanuel Macron, the French president, mm -hmm. uh, the uh, guy that's the general uh, secretary or, or director general of the World Health Organization, um, and people like Kissinger wearing this pin that is basically a eugenics pin, you know, pointing people towards this one world system where the bloodlines of the 
you know, the Venati ultimately went out and all the rest of us useless breathers are just uh, wiped off the, the face of the earth. Uh, and that sounds pretty harsh and pretty wild out there. And if your listeners have never looked into this, um, I really encourage you just, you know, don't just take my word for it, but really look into it. And I've got plenty of research that you can use as a starting point uh, from some of the materials that I've written and videos that we produced. And I would say just tune in tomorrow night. We're going to, we're going to talk about this, but remember, you know, our starting point for all of this is the word of God. Uh, it's the only Amen. basis for our beliefs, attitudes, and practices. Right. And when you look at world history through the lens of scripture, you see that this is all, you know, right out of the pages of, of God's word. This is what we expect to happen. This is what God says will happen. And this mm-hmm. is what is happening. That's right. Um, but, you know, this depopulation agenda uh, really would be a good segue uh, if we have time to start in this segment uh, into the discussion of, of the uh, the COVID, so-called COVID vaccine, which is really an experimental bioinjection, and how that relates uh, to depopulation. So, um, yeah, we've got about we doing on time. We, well, we've got about uh, eight and a half minutes to break, JB. So, uh, go okay. right ahead. Let's Great. get started. I'll I'll give you a, a shout out when we get close. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, the uh, it's, it is is really becoming uh, obvious to even the greatest skeptics who are inclined to believe what our satanic leaders and our government tell us that they've been lied to. Um, mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is this. Uh, you know, this pandemic has a global. I mean, this virus, so-called COVID virus, which is just the SARS-CoV-2. Uh, severe acute respiratory syndrome version two that came out in 2019. Um, we believe it was clearly orchestrated. You've seen uh, this talked about quite a bit in the halls of the Senate lately, as Rand Paul, for example, has been drilling uh, Satan worshiper Anthony Fauci about his involvement in funding the gain of function research to make this or this bio weapon jump over to humans. Mm-hmm. So, but regardless of the origin of it, uh, which again is not is really been exposed beyond reasonable doubt. The fact of the matter is, it has a 99.8% global survival survivability rate. So it is on par with the normal flu season. Right. Uh, what you don't, the reason people don't understand that is because they fall and pray to this controlled opposition, mass media mind control, where they showed us pictures of nursing homes and families looking through the window, sharing a meal together and crying because they couldn't see grandma and they show little ticker counters in the corner of the Fox News and CNN tallying the deaths. But if they'd have done that in 2019 with the flu, it would have been the same numbers. Yeah. Same number of people died. Yeah. People die from the flu. It's terrible. It's tragic. I'm not minimizing it at all. Right. Uh, if you're a grandmother or grandfather or your son or daughter, whoever died, that's tragic. And I, I feel your pain. We've all lost people that we love. Yes. But you need to see beyond the propaganda and recognize that this, this is never before have we shut down the world and forced people to take a vaccination for a, what in 99.8% of the cases is nothing more than a cold uh, that has a 99.8% survival. We just don't do it. We, we've never, we've never uh, done it. Historically, it's never been done. No, never. And then you start looking, as we're going to talk about tomorrow night, at all, I have, by the way, I have 16, uh, 16, uh, what did I call it here? 16 evidences 
were 16 proofs that the COVID-1984, as I call it, uh, pandemic is part of a pre-planned global agenda. Yeah. Uh, I mean, these are 16 smoking guns. Uh, and the very first one is the fact that literally hundreds of thousands of medical doctors reject the government's COVID narrative. I mean, they talk about, you know, science deniers and science rejectors and all this. Well, what science? I mean, they're only given one side of the story. That's right. Most medical doctors are, to be blunt, ignorant. They don't read the literature. They just follow the party line, what they're told. But if you take the time to read the journals and listen to those that are informed, again, hundreds of thousands of them. A group of medical doctors in Germany uh, uh, that you know, you know came out, they said, quote, the corona panic is a play. It's a scam, a swindle. It's high time we understood that we're in the midst of a global crime. Look it up. They call themselves doctors uh, for information. Uh, they push a medical newspaper with more than 500,000 copies in circulation every week seeking to inform uh, the public about this massive misinformation. Uh, and uh, they also organize mass protests. For example, last fall, they had 12 million people that signed up and several million showed up in person, the rest watching online, uh, as these this massive group of medical doctors uh, throughout the UK, but it was held in Germany, are exposing this global, uh, you know, this global crime. Uh, in Spain, a group of 600 medical doctors called Doctors for Truth uh, made a similar statement uh, during a press conference, they said, quote, COVID-19 is a false pandemic created for political purposes. This is a world dictatorship with a sanitary excuse. We urge doctors, the media, the political authorities to stop this criminal operation by spreading the truth. And of course, by now, most people in America have heard of America's frontline uh, doctors, yes. uh, where literally tens of thousands of doctors have signed on. They've held protests on the steps of the Capitol, but you don't hear a peep about any of this in the mainstream media because it doesn't fit uh, the narrative. It doesn't uh, fit their narrative. doesn't fit their purpose. No, no they, they, it's an agenda. It's an agenda-driven thing. doesn't mean people aren't dying, but people die every year from the flu. Uh, and so... Uh, but basically, quote, American, American life has fallen casually due to a massive disinformation campaign. Mm. Americans continue to let so-called experts and media personalities make their decisions. The great American experiment of a constitutional republic with representative democracy will cease to exist. Wow. You know, I, I saw uh, just recently uh, Peter McCullough, who, I mean, this guy is, I mean, Credential has credentials that wouldn't even fit on one page. He's a <laughs> professor of medicine and the vice chief of internal medicine at Baylor University. He also teaches at Texas A&M University. Uh, he is one of the most widely cited physicians in the world. I've got a screenshot of him from C-SPAN where he appeared uh, in front of uh, Congress for, uh, I think it was a Homeland Security thing unrelated to COVID. But, uh, I mean, this guy is, is top yeah, yeah he, he, he says, is highly learned and very credible source. Yeah, and he's just one of thousands. I'm just kind of trying to give people a, a glimpse because if all they listen to is CNN or Fox News, then they think that, you know, oh, this is just a bunch of wacky tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists out there that say that the, the vaccine is dangerous. Well, no, no, not, not at all. These are top-level guys. He says that uh, 
by the end of the first six months of these mass inoculations, the vaccine death rate had already climbed to 50,000. Oh We're going to talk about how it's actually more like 4.5 million. But anyway, uh, which he says is 10 times higher than the published number. This was after just six months. We've come a long way since then, uh, and it's much more frightening. Uh, but he says uh, that it, it, we're, what we're going to see is, you know, uh, the, the, the real threat is the vaccines. This is his words. The real threat is the vaccines frightening people by relabeling the common flu as a deadly pandemic and then using that to, that fear to stampede them into accepting a vaccine that causes infertility and early death is nothing less than population reduction mm. by bioterrorism. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, and I don't even know if this guy's a believer. I'm not. He's not necessarily just some guy that follows not by works ministries and is out there just trying to, you know, say what we're saying is true. I mean, this guy's an independent. And, and again, so hundreds of thousands, you know, carrying the day. Many of you, uh, you know, watched her video, a wake up call to the world, where she talks about the Moderna vaccine in particular. But, you know, you mentioned um, uh, Henry Kissinger. Another Luciferian globalist uh, who just died uh, in 2017 was Sabin Brzezinski. Yes. And people that follow politics will know his name because he's been in you know both Democratic and Republican administrations, kind of like Anthony Fauci uh, has. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, he served under Lyndon Johnson. He served under Reagan uh, and so forth. He was appointed by David Rockefeller uh, as the first director of the Trilateral Commission. Listen to what he says. These are the guys you need to be. We've got about we've got about fifteen seconds, JB. Maybe that would be a good segue into our next half hour. Yeah, you bet. We'll we'll pick up uh, after the break with uh, Zbigniew Brzezinski because he says some pretty some pretty revealing stuff. All right, tune in. Uh, We will continue in just a few moments. Don't leave us.